Hello and welcome to Catechism. Today, Pastor Osage Azeta will be teaching through biblical catechisms. So join us as we consider these timeless biblical doctrines to the glory of God and the edification of our souls. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and your kindness, your mercies, your justice that assures us that that which you have promised will come to pass. And now we look today into your goodness and how we, we are filled and surrounded by your goodness. Oh Lord, thank you. We do pray that as we go through this attribute of yours, this very limited time, you will bless and help us to understand it and be encouraged by it. Oh, thank you, our merciful Father. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, good day, dear listeners. We'll continue again today with our study in biblical catechisms. We've been going through the attribute of God from our catechism. The question has been, who is God? We've spent time trying to know who God is. And the catechism says, God is spirit. We've looked at that. God is infinite. God is eternal. God is unchangeable in his being. God is wisdom. He's all wise. His power is all powerful. His holiness is holy. He's just. Last time I did talk about God's justice. And today we'll talk about God is good. God is good. Psalm 86 verse 5 says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. God is good. This attribute of God describes the very nature of God in that He does what is always good. God does what is always good. There's no evil with God. In judgment, he is good. In mercy, he is good. In display of his wisdom, he is good. He is infinitely good. He is eternally good. God's goodness is the fountain of all communicated goodness to his creature. God is good to all his creation. God is good in redemption. He is always good and does good always. Even in judgment, God is good. Psalm 119 verse 68. You are good and do good, teach me your status. You know, the psalmist, they know God. You're good and you do good, teach me your status. God's goodness is different from his mercy. And here's the difference. God's mercy is towards those in trouble. His mercy delivers from misery. But his goodness is towards those both in trouble and those who are happy. Whether you are in trouble, it can be good to you. And whether you are happy and merry, he's also good to you. Psalm 145 verse 9, the Lord is good to all. Goodness is what God is. In fact, the word God came from good. All of his attributes flows from this goodness of his. He's infinitely good. He's unchangeably good. He's eternally good. His holiness out of his goodness. His justice out of his goodness. And all of these things we see in the person of God. And God manifests this goodness in creation and in redemption. And even in providence. In creation, providence, and in redemption. These are the areas where God relates with man. Three areas. Created, preserved, and governs, and 
sustain with his providence and then redeems. God created and takes care of his creation. So I'm going to bunch creation and providence together. Even in a wicked world, he takes care of the wicked world. Look at Matthew 5 from 43 to 45. You have heard that he said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and send rain on the just and the unjust. Such is the goodness of God. He makes the sun rise on the wicked and the good. His rain is sent to the just and the unjust. You know, rain will not fall and then the rain will say, because this man just killed a whole town, his farm will not be showered by rain. Nah, God is good. Even to those who hate him. Even to you listening to me now, you have abandoned him. You do not care about him. Yet, he's been good to you. Send the rain to you. And if you look at uh, Job 5, you will see how God does take care of creation. Job chapter 5, from verse 10 to 16, see what the word of God says. It says, He gives rain on the earth. He sends waters on the field. He sets on high those who are lowly and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He frustrates the device of the crafty so that their hand cannot carry out their plans. You can see that God is even working to preserve those who are weak as he restrains those who are crafty. He ensures he cuts short their life so that they don't continue to reign on the earth. He frustrates the device of the crafty, verse 12. In verse 13, he catches the wise in their own craftiness and the counsel of the cunning comes quickly upon them. They meet with darkness in daytime and grope in noon time at the night he saves the needy from the sword such is the goodness of god from the mouth of the mighty and from the hand so the poor have hope and injustice shuts her mouth the goodness of god is the reason why you wake up every morning his mercies are new every morning great is his faithfulness all of those things stem from god's goodness oh dear listeners do you know him as such sometimes people do not know that god is good to them and the Bible tells us and gives us examples, gives us even to details how good God is. I'm going to share one with you. And you see that the goodness of God drills down to the minutest detail of our lives. Turn with me and listen carefully to what I will read for you in Psalm 65 from verse 9 to 13. And see God's goodness even in unseen areas in creation and in providence. From verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. It is God who waters the earth with rain and dew. You greatly enrich it. It is God who enriches the world with minerals and nutrients. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. This is our food system, controlled by the Almighty God, even the nations that hate Him. And look at verse 10, and this beats me. This tells me God is involved in the minutest detail of my life in his goodness. Look at what he says in verse 10. You water it ridges abundantly. God allows the rain to come and the rain waters the ridges that we have made for our plants. 
But then he does not only water it, he said, you settle its furrows. You make it soft with shower. God ensure that the rain does not come in a lump sum. It is brought to the earth as shower. It gathers as a cloud in heaven, but when it comes, God ensures that it dissipates in tiny droplets so that our farms can receive these rains and it seeps down to the ridges. You bless its growth, the furrows, up to the seed that you have put in the ground. It is God who allows the water, the right amount of water and nutrients to go in there. You crown the year with your goodness, in verse 11, and your path drips with abundance. The drop on the pastures of the wilderness, the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are covered with grains. They shout for joy. They also sing. Oh, so is the goodness of God. Taking care of every minute detail. The ridges, the furrow, the amount of water, the nutrient, everything man needs to eat. And once in a while, when God withdraws his hand, there's a drought or there's flood. We are all screaming. We do not know that it is his goodness that has kept us that we have planting season and harvest season every year. Think about this, dear listeners. Think about that in construction. Think about this in communication. Think about this in aviation. Think about it in every industry that God has a hand in all that sustains this world because it's good. Psalm 104 verse 24, the psalmist said, Oh Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of a possession. If you read from 1 to 23, you will see why he's saying this. The Lord is good, good towards us. Despite that we are not good to him, he is good towards us. God's goodness to us is not earned. He is good to us because he is God. Some of you, he's given intellect or intelligence, some beauty, some wealth, some he's given life. And all of us rather, life. God has been good to you all. No one can say God has not been good to them. He wakes you up in the morning, puts you to bed at night, give you breath, give you strength. Even those who go going about destroying things, they go in the strength given to them by God. And no one can argue with him that he's not been good to him. No one. So we must learn from God. He does not do good to us because we do good to him. And so he too says we should be like him. In Matthew 5 verse 48, he said, Therefore you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So my question to you, dear listeners today is, are you good to your neighbor? Are you good to your boss or to your staff? What about your wife and your family? Are you good to them? And even if you are good to all these people I've mentioned, people that are close to you, people that have some connection to you, what about your enemies? Are you good to your enemies? God is good to his enemies. That's the standard. Even the devil still roams about, throw and fro the earth. And you and I, some of you listening to me today, do not care about God. You curse him, you reject him. You even say there's no God yet. It sustains your life. God is good to all, good to his enemies. Are you good to your enemy? Or you are about killing them, praying die everywhere so that they can be extinguished. Oh, if God would kill his enemies, you would die first. You would die first. But God is good. And so if you claim to be a Christian, why are you not good to your enemies? Why are you not good to those whom you seek to kill every time you are praying? Such prayers that you pray today in the churches. Be like your father in heaven, Matthew said. Be perfect as God is perfect. 
Love your enemies. Love those who despisefully use you. Love those who push you around. For your Father in heaven is good and has been good to you all your life. This is the standard. Look at Philippians 2 from verse 14. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as light in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I may have not run in vain or labored in vain. Be blameless and harmless like children of God. God is good. But then, why is God good to us? I mean, you should ask yourself, why is God good to this world? The world hates him. Many say there is no God. Many are changing his word. Many do not care about him. Even you listening to me now, you might be one of them. But then God is still good. Why is God good to us, even in the face of all that we have done? Why is God good to Nigeria, even though we are corrupt? And up north, people, Christians are killed. Down south, many false prophets are leading many astray in the name of God. Yet God is still good to us. Why? I have an answer. Let me share with you Act 14. The apostle gave a very good answer here. Act 14 from verse 14 to 18. But when the apostle Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran among the multitude crying out, saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all things that are in them, who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, verse 17, nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness in that he did good, giving us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness, and with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitude from sacrificing to them. Verse 17. God allowed the nations to do what they like. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without a witness in that he did good, giving us rain from heaven and fruitful season. Every good done to man on the earth is a witness against man, a witness that I did all the good that I promised to do to you, yet you rejected me. He gave rain, every rain that falls, every fruitful season you see, you come across, every new corn, mango, banana, food, anyone that is in season reminds you of the goodness of God even in the face of rejection. That is the witness of God. You can't deny that there is no God. He gave a witness. The breath he gives to you. Protecting our nation. Allowing the world to still exist. The apostle said, that is his witness. Oh, look at what would judge me and you. Rain, food, clothes, breath, strength. Your beauty, your intellect, your money, all the goodness of God in your life will become the witness against you if you turn away from Him. But they are witnesses to you to come. 
It is also a witness to you that he cares. You are wicked to someone, but he keeps blessing you. He keeps blessing you. He keeps giving you, even though you are wicked. He just telling you, I care. I care. I care. I love you. I care. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For God so loved the world that he gave rain. He gave sun. He keeps giving. And so God's goodness shows that God cares. Oh, he cares. Come to him. He's a large-breasted one who feeds and takes care of everyone. Jehovah Jireh. Come. His goodness shows he cares. Do not turn your back on him. And every day rain falls. Now we are in the rainy season. It's a reminder again. Anytime the sun shines, it's a reminder again. Every time there's a new fruit in season, remember that God is good. Oh, my dear friends, listening to me, will you not seek him for the sake of his goodness? If nothing that is good to you, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so in creation and providence, God shows himself as good. He never shows himself as a God that wants to spank and break your neck. No, he first shows his goodness before he brings his justice and his judgment. If you live in this world for 50 years, you have experienced 50 years of God's goodness before you experience eternity of his judgment if you do not repent. And like I said last time, his justice will come because he's been good to you. You can't claim, you know in your heart of heart that God has been good to you. Nine months in your mother's womb who took care of you, who sustained you with the oxygen you had, who kept you growing when you knew nowhere Six months after you are out, he's still keeping you. Fifty years after, he's still keeping you, sustaining you. He owns your breath. God is good. And all of these things like we read in Act 14, verse 17 is witness. Witness to all of us. But God's ultimate goodness is even more pronounced in redemption. You know, his goodness in creation and providence is it's almost like, okay, I'm good. But then he went a step further, a step further. If he had just stopped at creation, that he said, okay, I've given you rain, I've given you sun, I've given you life, sort it out yourself. Then we would have said, okay, Lord, it's not enough. But no, he still said, one more thing. Let me give you a way back to me. And in his goodness, he gave his son. Look at Romans 5. And look at, please look at the words of Romans 5 from verse 6 to 10. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. When we were without strength, ungodly, you did not care, no strength to come back to God. Even if you are shown the way, you have no strength to, to face. Christ died. Verse 7 says, For scarcely for a righteous man we won't die, yet perhaps for a good man someone will even dare to die. But God demonstrated his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having been fully justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God is good. And he gave his son to display to another level, to the highest level ever in this whole universe, what goodness is. You can be good to a friend, your wife, your husband, but how can you be this good to your enemy that you killed your son for your enemy? Who does that? But God did. God did because he's good. He did not spare anything to make sure that you and I have a way back 
because he's good. He emptied his pockets. He emptied his pocket. He gave himself, gave his spirit, he gave his son. What else do you want? How else should you show you his goodness? God is good. Oh, dear listeners, what do I say to you? Creation is a witness that God is good. Providence, taking care of all of us, is a witness that God is good. And now redemption, the cross, God is good. Do not throw his goodness back to his face. If you reject all of this goodness, what is left is wrath and anger and justice. And God is terrible in righteousness. God is a consuming fire. If he shut the door of goodness, you will face wrath and anger. But right now, he's just splashing goodness day and night in creation, in providence. In all that you see, your breath, you sleep today, wake up tomorrow, good. Now he said, take my son. If that is what we, no one can pay for your sin, but he can pay, take my son. Why were yet sinners? Not when you repented. Not because you are trying to be good. You are showing signs that you are coming to God. No, no, no. Why you are yet ungodly? Christ died. Why you are still sinners? Why you are still in that bar drinking and fornicating? Why you are on those drugs? You are still far off like the prodigal son. Christ had died waiting for you. And now he has sent his word through this radio program to call you home. To show that God is good. Even if you come now, no matter who you are, even if you are the... Are you the chief of sinners? Apostle Paul was. He was saved. How bad can that sin be? Even if it's as dark and red as crimson and blood, he can make it as white as snow. Because he's good. Oh, turn to him. What do I say to you? I'm just wooing you to come to see the God of the Bible. He is good. He doesn't want your money. He doesn't want anything from you. He gives all things to you. He wants you to come for his good. Do not allow his goodness be a witness against you. His goodness is to turn you to himself. Oh, dear listeners, this is the God we serve and it's eternally good. He will not cease being good to you if you turn to him. Oh, come, come and taste of the goodness of God. Let us bow it and pray. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness as we are reminded again in creation and all that you do. Indeed, you are good to us. Oh, Lord, help us not to lose sight of your goodness and all the witnesses that we have. And when, even when things are rough, we see around and we say, God is still good. We thank you, Amen, Father, for giving us your Son. Oh, that we will turn to him. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can worship with us at Sovereign Grace Bible Church, Ujudubega, Lagos, or Sovereign Grace Lekki Church, Lekki Expressway, Lagos, or Christ Bible Church, Ipaja, Lagos. You can also worship with us at Grace Reformed Baptist Church, Abelkuta South, Ogun State. Also at Sovereign Grace Community Church, CBD, Abuja, and Trinity Baptist Church, Galadimwa, Abuja. For more information, call 080-326-22079. The number again is 080-326-22079. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.